0: Hey, 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 it's your girl. Just call me Jay Nicole. And this book cast is about none other than why yours truly. But most importantly, it's about life with my bookends. So who are or what are my bookends, you may ask. They're my wonderfully talented two sons, also known as my heart and my heartbeat. Without them, life just was incomplete. And I know a lot of people are like, eh, But one of the biggest things that I desired in life was to become a mother. And at 18, I was told that there was a slim to none chance that that would even happen. So when God bestowed them upon me, they made my life complete. And they hold me upright. They give me perspective on what life is and what I should be doing in life. They actually give me purpose each and every day. And because of them, I now have this podcast to share with you the day in the life of the walkers, or more specifically, the day in the life of Just Call Me Jay Nicole, and life with my bookends. Hey, 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 it's your girl, just call me Jana Cole. And I am back with another episode. So I'm actually sitting here listening to this week's episode, which is the week of Mother's Day. And um, I I sometimes listen back to my previous recordings, but not often. But I happen to be listening to this one. And it it sort of sparked this particular episode that I'm recording now, right? On top of that, I had just, listen to Joel Olstein. I love Joel Olstein. I listen to him on XM um, series, radio, whatever it's called. I, I listen to him on Spotify, whatever. I, I just love the fact that he's a great storyteller and not just a traditional pastor who takes the scripture and bops you upside the head with it. But one of his episodes or one of his sermons that I listened to talked about um, a young lady and I shared this same story but it seems to have spilled over into this week's episode as well. But I shared a story about how he said that he came across a young lady who was very promiscuous, and he was like, you know, what happened in your life that resulted in you living the type of lifestyle that you live? And in a nutshell, she basically said it was her dad. Her dad's lack of showing her attention had pretty much propelled her wanting to seek attention from other men in whatever fashion she can get that attention. And it got me to thinking like there is a much needed episode about mother, uh, excuse me, about fathers and daughters. As i share continuously throughout the entire podcast that I have here, I lost my father. Um, at six, he was murdered by his own wife. I actually lost him a week before my sixth birthday. Prior to that, he served jail time and really prison time um, off and on for the first six years and the only six years of my life that I had with him but the the wonderful part about Growing up without him, not saying that to be like, well, you know, good thing I didn't have him in my life is that someone else stepped up and stepped in and that's my dad. I never call my dad stepdad. He's my dad. He raised me. He had been in my life since I was two. But I'll say this, even being raised with a male figure in the house, I always longed for a person who I could connect with who was my person, so to speak. Someone who biologically was connected to me, someone who I really felt like was truly connected to me um, because there there was some biological connection, obviously, right? I have daddy issues. So many women do. But I also had mommy issues. I had daddy issues because of the obvious, but I had mommy issues because my mom was young. She raised me and we, we, grew, we grew up together. She was more my sister for a long time before she became and evolved into my mom. But I went from just being with my mom to being with her and my dad her husband but he never missed a beat however comma as we say in the good old world the one thing that I still long for is to have a male figure who poured into me now my daddy was great he was a man's man he fixed things he took care of the lawn i mean i I can't tell you a lot that he did not do but he didn't talk he never said okay this is what this is how a man should treat you and this is not to bash my dad i'm just being very transparent he never said that you know a man should open the door for you or You should seek men who are of God or whatever the case may be. My grandfathers in my life were much like my dad. And I actually just shared this information with one of my girlfriends. The way that I idolized the marriages around me were based on how the men treated the women, the women treated the men. The men all... They worked hard. they were very hard workers, and ironically, that is one of the things that I saw when I looked at becoming a woman and finding a mate, right? I wanted a man who was going to be a really good provider, But I missed a lot of other things. I was not promiscuous. I was very um, green, though. I wanted someone who, who loved me, who doted on me, because I didn't get that. And I wanted someone who would spend time with me. And not necessarily just dot on me, but just spend that quality time with me. Physically sit with me, have conversations. Um, just spend time with me. And I'm still longing for that as a forty-one year old married woman. I have these constant conversations with my husband. They're like, I'm sitting here like, what what am I missing? Like what happened? And then I, as I'm really using my podcast, my podcast platform, I'm like, oh wow, I got in my marriage what I saw in the marriages that I idolized and in the men that were in my life. My husband is an excellent provider, but he's a horrible communicator, much like my dad. Much like my dad. They get the job done. They do whatever they need to do in order to make sure that the household is provided for. But the one thing that my dad missed and granted, it was the way he was brought up as well. So we are talking again about generational curses. Or generational habits that we don't realize are there until it's a little bit too late. My my dad never sat down and talked to his girls to sort of guide us and per, and help prevent us from seeking love in the wrong in the wrong directions, in the wrong people, in the wrong areas. In the wrong facets, just wrong period. And as my sister and I have gotten older, we um, have more open communication about relationships. Hey, hey, hey! It's your girl. Just call me Jane Nicole, and I am here with just a quick little tidbit, guys. I'm super, super, super excited because my book is officially live for purchase i've been telling you guys for a moment now that i was publishing a journal actually two journals one for boys one for girls my journal for girls has just been released on amazon so head on over i'm going to include the link in this post go ahead and make sure that you order yours order another one for maybe a friend yourself or whomever Contact me. I'll make sure to autograph it for you. Thank you guys in advance for your support and praise God. And my sister likes like, she goes, well, you know, at least you're with you. You had all your kids by one guy and you marry him. I'm like, that don't mean nothing. Like she has, she has the husband who dotes on her, who spends time with her the much like what I longed for. And ironically, she wanted someone more similar to my husband, what what it appeared to look like. Like, okay, we got together, we had kids and that was the end. And I'm like, girl, please, honey boom. That ain't what I was looking for. I wanted a man who just loved me unconditional, who spent time with me, who did like the stuff that your husband does with you, right? How funny. But even more so, I'm starting to see that the lack of communication also took effect on my brother. He is very much a mama's boy. I hate to say it. I love you, bro. But you are. But it was because my mom, like I shared in my episode about about mothers and sons, the way that we were brought up, we communicated with our mom. My dad, not so much. It even got to a point in the relationship between me, my mom, and my dad, where I had to tell my mom, like, stop talking for dad. Let dad talk to me. I'm not listening to anything else you have to say that he told you to tell us unless he tells me. Because I'm like, he was so voiceless. And that impacted me because I needed to hear what my dad had to say, whether it be good, bad, or indifferent, it What people say it hit different when and it did it hit different when I heard my dad tell me that he loved me It hit different when my dad right before I went off to college said hey grab the car keys Let's go for a ride and he poured his heart out to me He told me that you know, he loved me. He told me how He told me how he felt about me something that I never knew he even shared with me how there had always been this fear factor for him because he knew I wasn't biologically his. So he really wasn't sure how to navigate the relationship between he and I. That's huge. The man who I'm like, you're my daddy through and through ain't no step. He was like, I don't even know how to navigate the relationship between me. I just knew that you were my daughter and that's pretty much it. And part of it was, again, He was voiceless. But I also get that my mom, because I'm doing it too, unfortunately. My mom was doing everything that she could to protect her kids. If she felt that someone was coming for her baby, even Papa Bear, she was going to shut him down. And so a lot of times she ran defense. Like, okay, nope, I'm going to run this interception right here and block this because I don't want this to hurt my kids, especially me, because here I was fatherless. Here I was a product of an affair. Here I was her kid at 17, 18. And so she had grown up having to protect me, having to be my everything. And so when she had an opportunity to share the load of raising a kid, it was hard for her to transition. And so that relationship between me and my dad just never took off as it should have. Ironically, it never took off like it should have for my sister and her dad, her biological dad. Because what had already shown up was the, it, the, the tone had been set. The tone had already been set. That My my dad would go out He would do what he needed to do for a house And that was pretty much it Plus he's a pretty quiet cat But now as an adult I look at my dad And I'm so appreciative of who he is I'm appreciative of the, the fact that He took me in As his very own He didn't have to do that He could have been like Look girl I know you got a baby and everything I just want to really be with you but I ain't got time for this brat. Cause I I, I might've been a brat. I don't think I was, but you know. (laughs) But seriously, he could have just been like, you know, nope. This is not what I signed up for. And thanks for no thanks. But he took it head on and became a dad before he was a dad. Even when he was our neighbor, he would watch out for us and I say us because he did he looked out for my mom just as much as he looked for looked out for me I remember a little big wheel fender bender that I had and I damn near killed myself and I remember him running down to see about me picking me up carrying me back up to me and my mom's apartment I remember my mom putting me into the bathtub with all those scrapes and I felt like death. I will tell you guys that. But I remember him being there with my mom helping me before he had that responsibility of being her guy, before he had the responsibility of being my dad. He was just a stand-up cat. Period. So... Those things are what I look back on. Those are the things that I'm like, okay, this is what I would want my husband to do. He would be a stand-up guy. And when I think about it, I have a stand-up guy. But it's so very important that women, we step out of the way to allow the men who want to be in their children's lives, especially their daughter's lives, to be there for their for their children, especially their daughters. There are so many things, and I hear people say this all the time. Well, you know, a woman can't teach a boy how to be a man, but guess what? A woman can't teach a little girl how to feel valued by a man. Daddies can do that male figures in their lives can do that and when there's an absence of those male figures we struggle to figure out how we are supposed to equate relationships and and our self-worth or our value or whatever it is so that I know you're probably not listening to this unless mom <laughs> downloads the episode for you. I just want to say I appreciate what you did, especially what you did before you had to take on the responsibility of being my dad. And while you were voiceless a lot of my life, the your actions definitely spoke louder than your words. And while you have some shortcomings, your shortcomings are overshadowed by the the actions that you did for me as a little girl as I shared with this story by being a hard worker by always wanting to be with your family that show me how that you were a family man which is important to me to this very day the fact that you have a garden and you guys can eat fresh vegetables, just little things that we take for granted. Being able to live off of the land, especially during the time of Corona, when we may have to go back to basics. Being able to fix things, being able to just be a man. I appreciate it. I appreciated that. Love you. Hey guys, hey, thank you so much for tuning in and listening into this week's episode. As I've already said, I truly, truly appreciate you guys for just being here and listening to the sound of my voice. As always, please stay connected with me. Make sure you're following me so that you can get the latest and the greatest episodes that I drop every Wednesday. For you, just you. Yes, yes, you. And make sure you're connecting with me on all of my social media platforms. I'm on IG and Twitter, as well as Facebook. On Facebook and IG, I'm on there as Just Call Me J. Nicole. And that's J-U-S-T-C-A-L-L-M-E, the letter J-N-I-C-O-L-E. And on um, Twitter, yeah, they just wouldn't let me be great. So there I am, Call Me J. Nicole. And again, that's C-A-L-L-M-E, the letter J, N-I-C-O-L-E. And thanks again so very much from my heart to your ears for taking the time to listen to me. And until next Wednesday, be blessed and stay safe out there.